Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. Heckam refinances are not growing our market. Will there be a wave or a trickle of evictions? And homeowners are hurting, but property tax panel is looking elsewhere. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of August 2nd. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. There are a number of factors that are contributing to our industry's reduced market penetration in recent years. This according to Reverse Market Insights John Lundy in an interview with Reverse Mortgage Daily. One of the factors he noted is the increase in the number of Heckam loans that are being assigned to FHA, while at the same time the number of age-eligible households is increasing. Then there is one big elephant in the room, and that is Heckam to Heckam refinances. Lundy said, when we do refinances as an industry, we might shift loans from one servicer's portfolio to another, but we're not adding new customers as an industry. We're not growing our market share at all by doing that. We may be better serving our existing borrowers, but again, we're not helping to create that more mainstream product awareness and an installed base that really gets us further in terms of becoming a mainstream financial product. Another challenge that Lundy noted is that many age-eligible homeowners are actually still engaged with traditional mortgage lending. He explained, in terms of the age-eligible homeowner households that might be eligible for a HECM, somewhere in the neighborhood of two-thirds of them have no mortgage. So if we're talking about refinancing forward mortgages and not worried about some of the qualification requirements for monthly payments and income, there'd be a huge installed base for that to be refinanced. But given that we're at the 2% rate of market penetration, it's simply a different story. And so one of the things to keep an eye on and think about here is the fact that we simply don't have that many loans out there available to refinance. Will there be a wave or a trickle of evictions? Looking at calmatters.org this week, California renters who are still struggling to pay rent even as the pandemic is subsiding somewhat will be shielded from eviction through September 30th. That thanks to a last-minute deal announced on June 25th by California Governor Gavin Newsom and legislative leaders. Now, this will fully open up $5.2 billion to pay back the rent and rent going forward, and that was approved on last Monday by the Assembly and the State Senate. So that's going to be paying back full rent to whom? The landlords. Now, of course, Newsom is facing a recall election later this year, so this bill may help bolster his standing in that recall effort, or at least to stay in office. The question is, will housing prices drop modestly as more housing inventory opens up as property owners decide to perhaps get out of the landlord business? I mean, just look what landlords have gone through as well. Of course, we've seen the hardships for renters and homeowners, but landlords really did get stuck with the bill until they're reimbursed. Now, Next, we're going to look to foreclosure moratoriums. U.S. News reports that the mortgage industry analytics firm Black Knight expects some foreclosure proceedings to begin this September when the pandemic forbearance plans come to an end. 
The Heckam World Weekly Podcast is made possible by the exclusive sponsor, Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to thank them by clicking on the banner on this page or go to openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. And our last story for this week comes from the Idaho Press. Homeowners are hurting, but property tax panel is looking elsewhere. It says when Sandra Hagen and her late husband bought their modest West Boise home in 1995 for $88,500, she never dreamed that 26 years later, she'd be a widow struggling to pay the property taxes on the same house, now valued at more than three times as much. It's been appalling, said Hagen, 81, a Boise native and retired nurse. People in my age bracket that have got their homes paid for will be taxed out of their homes shortly at the rates they have to raise the assessments. And I don't even qualify for the circuit breaker. And that circuit breaker is a tax break for low-income seniors, only for those who have an annual income less than $31,900. Now, in Hagen's case, her income is just over $33,000. Now, her homeowner's exemption is the only break she gets on property taxes. And she says, when I run out of the house, I'm all done. One of the issues that has left Hagen in this predicament is that the home exemption is no longer indexed according to the home value. That stopped in 2016. A bipartisan House Senate committee in Idaho is studying the property tax changes this summer, but they're not going to be looking at the exemption, said its co-chair. Instead, they're looking to a possible different method to determine the value for property tax purposes for all types of property. Note all, commercial and residential. And that's because the Idaho Constitution requires that there is a uniform approach to property taxes for both residential and commercial. So we'll be following the story, especially for you, our originators in the great state of Idaho. And that's a wrap for this week's top reverse mortgage-related news stories for the week of August 2nd. Don't forget, you can listen and also subscribe on iTunes. If you have not been to HeckamWorld.com, be sure to go there. That's where you can find our weekly video commentary and analysis and our monthly Top 100 Heckam Lenders Report, which, by the way, comes out today. Thanks again for listening, and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.